hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. I'm super excited to meet with you today. This is my 100th episode. Yay! And it's the first week in January that I'm recording. And so it just feels very momentous and very exciting. So I am here sitting in my bedroom at a little corner desk that I made looking out the window. And it's a little chilly this morning, but it's wonderful. And yeah, I'm super super excited that this is my 100th episode. When I started this podcast, I really wasn't sure if I would get to 100, but I just want to say thank you so much for listening and thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for reviews. They just light up my heart and help me know that I'm going in a good direction and maybe a couple people are listening. So it just makes my day. And I just wanted to jump in and say that I started this podcast just to help women, help moms. God just put it on my heart to be able to help them in ways that I wish somebody had kind of held my hand and given me extra tips and tricks while I had my kiddos at this age. And so I wanted to offer that and God had just put it on my heart to offer that to other moms to make their every day a bit easier with some tips and tricks. So I just feel so blessed that God has given me this platform to help other moms. And it's my prayer that these episodes would help and encourage you. So I'm just super excited today. And with that, we are going to jump in to setting some new goals for 2022. Super exciting, right? So in New Year's, usually people will set new goals, but we want to make it clear that New Year's resolutions don't work. Goals and planning and setting out little things that are doable and things that you can achieve are the best, are super helpful. But if you set out your New Year's resolutions of, okay, I've never started going to the gym and I'm going to start going to the gym every day at 5 a.m., that will only last a couple weeks, I can tell you right now. And then you will jump off the bandwagon because it's too hard or you're too tired or it's too cold. Many, many reasons. But we want to set up goals that will be able to 
just warm our hearts and things that will be fun. So today we're going to talk some about goal setting and setting some goals that are achievable and that will be fun and not looking at it as blah, New Year's resolutions. Because New Year's is a great time to just take a deep breath and see where you are, to take a new look with fresh eyes over what you're doing, to take a new look of your family, your community, yourself, your marriage, your kids, and just say, are these things working for us? Are these habits that we have working for us? Is there something we need to change? So that is the joy of starting the new year, of looking on it with fresh eyes and a new start to this new beginning. So we're going to talk about some ways to set some goals. Number one, as I said, these goals need to be small and doable. They need to be achievable. They can't be huge outlandish things or else you won't achieve them. It'll be too much. So make sure that they're achievable goals. Maybe it's drink more water every day. Maybe it's move somehow every day, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's exercising, whether that's doing something. But a small goal of moving drinking more, maybe getting to bed 15 minutes early, reading a couple chapters in a book every day. All those ones are small, achievable, doable goals. They're not outlandish and they're not huge. So maybe make one for each month or do all of them in one month. (laughs) So for example, I talked to somebody and they had a great idea. For every year, they make 12 new goals. And so their new goals, they achieve one every month. So (laughs) one small doable goal in the month of January and then February and so on and so forth. So that when they get to the end of the year, they've achieved their 12 goals and they're super excited. Another idea I've had is 22 goals for 2022 and maybe there's small doable goals like put away all the Christmas stuff (laughs) before Valentine's Day or declutter the kitchen or just one thing and you're thinking like one thing per month. So not huge, not crazy goals, but these are things that you're either going to set out to do one every month or maybe once daily. Maybe one of your goals would be to drink more water, as we said. So every day you're going to keep track of your water and just make sure that you're drinking water. And that's something that you're trying to attain every day. You're doing that small goal of drinking more water. All kinds of fun things. Another fun idea is how you will reward yourself when you hit one of these goals. So maybe if you are very good about drinking your water every day, the amount of water that you need, and you've done it really well for, let's say, two weeks or a month, then what are you going to reward yourself with? Maybe it's 15 extra minutes scrolling on social. Maybe it's 15 extra minutes doing something else that you love. Maybe it's buying a brand new water bottle because the one you're drinking out of is awful. 
So pick a small doable thing that you can reward yourself with. Maybe it's going out somewhere fun. Maybe it's connecting with a certain person. Maybe it's buying that book you were looking at on Amazon once you reach your goal. So reward yourself in small, tiny ways. And it doesn't have to be food wise. It doesn't have to be buying something. It could just be a small little reward that you can think of that would make you a little bit happier. Maybe it's cutting some fresh flowers. Right now, those are hard to find in winter, but maybe it's getting yourself some fresh flowers next time you go to the store or just something fun. Think about those fun little rewards that you can kind of tie into your goals. Also figure out your why behind those goals. Figure out, well, I want to be able to move every day. Why do you want to move or work out every day? I want to move and work out every day so that I can play with my kids and I don't get winded or that I have the energy to run around and play with them in the afternoon when I'm usually tired. Or maybe you want to be able to go on a big trip and there's lots of hiking involved. And so you want to be able to be at your best physically so that you can hike and enjoy your trip. So figure out your why behind your goals. I know there's so many huge benefits to if we go back to our drinking water drinking water helps give you energy it helps your body it helps all your organs and your systems it helps give you more brain power so many things that water does for us i think that we don't even realize so find out your why behind your goal why do you want to do this thing maybe you want to travel more and you just want to see the world more and have some new adventures so figure out your why and that will hold up your goal and help you achieve it it's almost like You know, a strong guy underneath holding weights. They're holding a platform of your goal. Your why is so important because it allows you to step all the way up those steps to get to that goal. So in talking about goals, we're going to talk about some goals that you might want to set in different areas. So maybe motherhood, you'd want to set goals of hanging out with your kids or doing weekly dates with them or monthly dates. Maybe it's that you would spend five to 10 minutes playing with them, which is often uh, quite difficult where you just want to go do something else or relax. And the last thing you want to do is go play Legos on the floor or go hang out. But if you just time yourself and say, okay, 15 minutes, I'm going to give to this kiddo and we are just going to do anything they want to do. If they want to play Legos on the floor, if they want to play basketball outside, if they want to play football, like my two boys have just been doing all the time, or if they want to play a board game or whatever it is, just 15 minutes, I guarantee you will fall in love with whatever you're doing because you are doing it with your kiddos and they will be super excited that you're hanging out with them. So challenge yourself and set some goals in motherhood. Maybe it is having healthy meals for your kids. Maybe it's being a bit more organized and on top of things so you don't feel so anxious and pressured and stressed. Maybe it is connecting more with your tween. That is my goal for this new year. 
she is amazing and fun and she's growing up to be just a really cool young woman and I want to figure out some new ways that I can connect with her and have fun with her as she's changing into this new kind of arena where she doesn't need as much hand holding but she still isn't quite all the way old enough to do certain things so I feel like it's almost a stage of Bambi where they're like a deer where they're kind of straggling on their legs they're kind of okay sometimes but sometimes totally not okay so that is my motherhood goal Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Another area to think about goals in would be your marriage. Maybe you want to grow closer together. Maybe you want to connect more. Maybe you want to have more date nights. Maybe you just want to go on more vacations together and figure out what is a way that we can just go and do maybe a day trip together and have somebody watch the kids or do a weekend together. What kind of things would help your marriage and how might you be able to connect a little bit more and have that really strong connection? Maybe it's physical. Maybe you want to set some goals in the area of physical. I know this is a huge time where, as in the last podcast episode, I talked a lot about health and diets and all these New Year's resolutions. People all jump on the bandwagon of health and fitness at the beginning of the new year. So maybe that's something that you're feeling that you want to do. And to set small, doable habits like we were talking about of setting some goals of movement, setting a goal of doing small things to achieve that and not setting huge goals like going to the gym every day at 5 a.m. if you've never been to the gym before, (laughs) but setting small, doable, fun goals. Maybe it's going on a hike every week with your kids. Maybe it's eating better. Maybe as we were talking about drinking water, or maybe it's just taking a walk when you have to take a phone call or doing something that encourages movement throughout your day. Maybe it's getting a bit more sleep at night, 15, 20 minutes of extra sleep, and then gradually bringing that to a good seven to eight hours of sleep. I have to say that's probably the one I need to work on this next season (laughs) is getting more sleep. I love relaxing in the evening after my kids go to bed and it's the best. It's nice and quiet in the house. You feel like you can do whatever without people nagging you or bugging you or asking you for things. You're just kind of sitting. You're done with the day. So you're mentally done. And so I find just vegging out and relaxing is awesome. But I do find that I tend to lose track of time. And then I realize, oh my gosh, it's really late. I should be getting ready for bed. 
(laughs) So for me, my goal is to get more sleep this next year. Maybe one of the areas that you have is spiritual. So you're thinking about what kind of spiritual goals do I want to spend more time in God's word? Do I want to set up a daily time than I have? Maybe I want to go to a silent retreat with God, just me and him for a couple hours, maybe go to a park, maybe take a deep breath, but just think about what you want to accomplish. Maybe it's making sure you go to church every Sunday or being involved in a Bible study group or a couple's fellowship group. Maybe those kind of things can grow you spiritually, whatever it might be. Just make sure it's what we talked about. It's a doable, achievable goal. It's with small, healthy habits. What about personal? That's another arena. It's close to physical, I would say, but personal, I think more of hobbies and interests. Maybe there's a really good book you want to read and you want to carve out 20 minutes before bedtime every night to read this amazing book. I know that is one of my goals for this next year. I have so many, 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 many books that I would love to dig into, but I just get too tired or I'm not interested. I am not an avid reader. So I am always encouraged by my husband to do so. He is an introvert and he loves just sitting and reading books and he has passed that on to our kids. They love just sitting and reading books. And so I am always encouraged by them of hanging out and reading a book all cozy and curled up with a blanket. And that just gives me energy to be like, okay, I can do it. I can read a book. I can sit down with these wonderful books that I've loved and want to read and carve out time. I think that's my biggest thing is that I don't carve out quite enough time, but we're working on that one. So for me personally, it would be to read more. Maybe it's that you want to learn a language. Maybe personally you want to learn a new hobby or start a new hobby. I have a friend who is doing stained glass and she's started doing that as a hobby and putting together stained glass. I know other people who love to sew or knit or crochet and are super crafty and creative. Other friends love to do artwork and paint and craft. And that's so beautiful. So figure out something personally that you want to do and set some small attainable goals around that. And lastly, some of the areas that we could set some goals would be in our community and our circle of friends in our circle of community. This can be with your church. This can be with your school groups, sports groups that you're in, just regular circle of friends, girlfriends, kids, friends, family, friends, all the people that you connect with either on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, or are your sphere of influence. So what kind of things would you like as a new goal for your community? Maybe you want to have more dinners with other families, more fun hangout times, more movie nights with other families. Maybe you want to encourage other families through this season. I know COVID is still super rampant, especially over this last couple weeks. We've known several friends and families who have had COVID and we, in this whole last couple years, we haven't known anybody very, very close that has it. And now there seems like there's a ton of people. So I know it's moving 
through different communities and families quickly. So maybe instead of getting together with people, you want to encourage them or drop off a gift for them or grab a Starbucks coffee for them or do something that would be encouraging and helpful. So set goals in that area of community, maybe building some community, building some good friends, connecting with one or two families that could be friends with your kids, all those fun things. So in setting up these goals, another question that we have is accountability. How will you stay on track with your goals? What if you set up that you want to drink water every day and then you fall off the bandwagon? Does anybody know? Does anybody care? So how do you set up accountability with these goals and set yourself up more for success? Do you need maybe an accountability partner? Maybe there's a good friend that you call and you say, okay, let's do this goal together. Let's print out a calendar and we're going to mark every day we drink water. Or I'm going to text you when I drink my allotted water number. And if I don't drink that during the day, I'm not going to text you and you need to text me saying, hey, what's up? So maybe find an accountability partner. I know that one person that I had heard of loves to get on a three or four way call and they have a certain time of day that they get on it with their friends and they just take a walk. And so they walk around the neighborhood and just talk to friends and that's their movement, that's their exercise, and that's also their community and their time to personally connect with their buddies. I thought that was just the best idea ever. So maybe it's something like that is connecting with friends while you're moving and you can stay accountable. Maybe it is a reward system, as we talked about before, where you're saying, okay, once I hit this goal, I'm going to reward myself with this. So it could be like if you wanted to lose weight, you said, okay, once I lose five pounds, because sometimes when we look at a big amount of weight that we'd like to lose or a big goal, it's really hard to see it. And if it's too big, it makes you think that it's not achievable. So maybe you break it down. You say, okay, I'd like to lose 40 pounds. So how can I do that? Maybe this one month, month of January, I'm going to focus on losing 10. And then if I lose 10, I'm going to reward myself. And then that next month, I'm going to lose 10 more and I'll reward myself this way. And then next month I'll lose 10 more and reward myself this way. So you break it down into small little doable chunks and reward yourself after each one. Or maybe you like marking things off. Some people like a calendar that you can put on the fridge and mark days off with a pen or put stickers on it, etc., etc. I used to do this when I was working out at home and I wanted to keep myself accountable to getting my workouts in and not skipping on them. And so I put up a calendar on the refrigerator and I asked my kids, okay, if I do my workout, can you put a star on here? And it was super motivating because then they'd ask me, can I put a star on? Can I put a star on? (laughs) And so it encouraged me looking at the fridge all the time to see that calendar with stars to, okay, if I get the next one, and it would also encourage me not to skip a day because they would notice and they wanted to put a star on there. 
So little things like check marks can help too. So the purpose of these goals we kind of touched on at the beginning, but it's not to shame you or make you feel guilty. It's really to just encourage you and help you to thrive in new ways, to build confidence in knowing that you can do it, even if it's a big goal, like losing a lot of weight and just taking it step by step and rewarding yourself as you go. We want to just revamp the habits that you have. Are the habits that you have right now serving you? Do they need to be changed? Do you enjoy what habits? Do you have enough energy in the evening or afternoon? Or would you like to change that? Do you feel good about your body? Or have you put on that winter hibernation mode? All those things. Just take a look at where you are now and start to dream a little. Think about what fun things you wish you could do in 2022, where you want to be, what little habits you might want to change, and just take a deep breath. But these goals and habits and new revamping are meant to be set for joy, for happiness, for changing things for the better. So don't feel that you have to do it or feel guilty because you don't have something, some cool, big, giant New Year's plan, but just to feel fun and give you a little bit encouragement and growing in new ways. If you feel comfortable, I would love you to share your goals for this next new year in our Facebook group. I think it would be so much fun just to encourage one another and lift one another up this year as we are in that community to really connect with one another and say, your goal is to drink water. Mine is too. What should we do? Should we do a calendar? Should we just connect? So find somebody who has maybe the same goals that you do, but I would love to just uphold you in our Facebook group and just encourage you. So if you feel comfortable, come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. Come and join, hang out, and add in what your goals for 2022 are, and we can help lift up one another. As always, please leave a review. As we talked about, it just lights up my heart and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'd love to see you over in our Facebook group. And as always, please go and have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!